Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I am joined for Tuesdays on Wednesday. Again, we're going to get the scheduling thing right uh, at some point, Stu, but uh, we're, we're, we're busy folks. So, uh, so hopefully people are, are tracking along with us, not getting upset about the Tuesday's delays. Whatever the day, thanks for having me. Great, thanks, Stu. And and uh, and let's talk about we're going to talk about a couple of things. Uh, wanted to get to dividends from 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 last week, but we were just chatting before uh, we started recording uh, around uh, valuations and sort of uh, you know there's been some really good news out in markets and investor sentiment has uh, has clearly shifted over the last few weeks. What are what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting point. Like they do a survey each week where they ask investors, are you bullish or are you bearish? And um, and many pundits have used this survey over time to kind of compare it to Warren Buffett's line, which is buy fear and sell cheer, um, which is when everyone is bearish, uh, you know, the thing that can change next is that they can change their mind and become bullish. And when everyone's bullish, they can change their mind and be a tad more bearish. As a, as a pure market timing mechanism, it's not that great, but it is indicative a little bit of where people have moved from one side of the boat to the other. And as you point out in the last couple of weeks where you know the underpinnings of the market remain in place with an accommodative central bank and governments looking at doing the right things to bridge the economy to the other side of the vaccine and then some fantastic vaccine news, which um, it's not to say that uh, we didn't expect it eventually, but the efficacy was better and the timing was maybe a little bit sooner. Um, and even this week, we got the Moderna vaccine, which logistically looks a little bit easier to uh, get into the population. And um, as a result, when you have these underpinnings and then you get a bout of, of even better news on top of it, a bullish sentiment has really broken out, uh, which means it's gone to a very relatively high level versus where it's been uh, throughout this pandemic. So, you know, is that a cautionary uh, flag? Uh, you know, hard to say because the underpinnings are still pretty good. And, and as I say, it doesn't point to an inflection, but it does point to the idea that a lot of people have bought in to the notion that um, while the headlines in the next one, two, three months on the vaccine are not likely to be very good, uh, that, you know, we can start to see the sunlight on the other side of the vaccine and how things, you know, could get back to normal. So. You know, that's one thing that uh, has uh, has uh, come to mind in the last week on that front. You know, we did say we were going to talk about dividends. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, you know, we, we, when when you have valuations and bullish sentiment elevated, uh, that that creates a a uh, an environment for volatility. And uh, and and for those who hadn't listened to some of the previous podcasts we've done, we're not going to belabor the point around dollar cost averaging again. But there are things that you can do in that kind of environment. Uh, to improve your chances of success, and we've talked about that. So, so go back and listen to to some of the other podcasts on on that front. Uh, but, but also when you have this kind of uh, growth mindset in the marketplace, and, and perhaps we haven't seen it, it 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 swing this far, maybe since the late nineteen nineties, early two thousand, in in almost a dismissiveness towards dividends, uh, and 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 dividend stocks. Uh, and, and, and dividends, as and probably more as much as anybody I know, uh, would, would suggest dividends are always, always a good thing to be looking at when you're an investor. Well, dividends are a meaningful part of the total returns that you're going to get as an equity investor. And, 
you know, kind of like how we've talked about earnings aren't that volatile over long periods of time. You know, dividends tend to not be that volatile either. And uh, as businesses grow, they tend to kind of participate with the upside in the economy. You know, I, I sit and remember, I think back to the financial crisis and obviously as a, a Royal Bank employee and shareholder, you know, we sat there and thought in 2009, the Royal Bank's dividend was $2 a share. And you know, how might it be $4 a share at 10 years later and kind of thought about that. And, you know, sure enough, it was. And, um, you know, so we look at the funds that we manage and, you know, each year we're collecting a, a tremendous amount of cash flow from all the businesses that uh, that we manage and and um, or that we own inside the funds we manage, and uh, you know some of these dividend streams uh, we haven't experienced growth the way that we would normally expect this year because of COVID. But you know again on the other side of the vaccine we would expect a, a lot of that growth to resume. And um, when we think about the long term formula of a of a dividend fund. You know, you're collecting somewhere in the neighborhood of three and a half to four percent in current dividends, and uh, in all likelihood, those dividends can grow by mid-single digits uh, over long periods of time, which drives, you know, a pretty attractive total return. And um, you know, there's a good friend of mine who sent me an analogy on on uh, you know a dividend investor versus a capital gains investor, and you know, the notion is that uh, the dividend investor is the egg farmer. You know, every day we go to the barn. We collect the eggs and we do it all again the next day. And as long as our chickens are healthy, uh, you know, the egg collection continues uh, in perpetuity versus the chicken farmer needs to take those chickens to market and get just the right price on any given day. And, you know, volatility in the markets can be a little bit more challenging sometimes for that uh, specific strategy. So, you know, when we when we look across uh, the portfolios and um, you know, particularly in, in Canada, uh, where you know, we do think it's quite a good market to collect income in and uh, generate some dividend growth over time. Uh, that's something that we've been spending a lot of time uh, looking at uh, in recent months as there's been a lot of enthusiasm for some of the growth companies and and uh, you know, we could sit there and build a portfolio of stocks yielding us four and a half, five percent with a pretty good long-term growth prospects. And uh, you know that's certainly been a focus for the team uh, recently. Yeah, and and in the face of ten-year uh, Treasury yields in Canada and the U.S., you know, in around uh, between seventy and and hundred basis points, uh, that's uh, that that's quite remarkable. So uh, yeah, div- dividends are something that um, seems like some some investors have, have have forgotten, but but always good to uh, to point back to. And the analogy is fantastic. Onwards and upwards. Yeah, as I, I mean, as as the ad says, uh, Stu, uh, eggs are not just for breakfast anymore. So uh, though the, the, the get, get crack and the eggs are uh, the eggs and the dividends can be for uh, for growth investors as well. But uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Stu. Uh, always good to catch up and uh, and hopefully we'll line up on Tuesday next week. We'll see. OK, thanks, Dave.